0: crack addict admits to past service as mayor of Toronto. I'm not proud of my past, but yes, I once served as the mayor of a city some describe as the Philadelphia of Ontario,
1: <laughs> said 44-year-old Rob Court.
0: <laughs> hey.
1: You're listening to the WhiskeyJournal.com's It's All True podcast. I'm your host, Tim Barnes, and you just heard a headline from Whiskey Journal writer John Clark. This is the show where I get amazing people to tell me amazing, funny, true stories. Today's show is really awesome because I have uh, Brian Babylon, who you've heard on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and Molly Adams. They co-host a show called The Morning Amp, which airs every weekday morning on Vocalo.org. Before we get to that, let's listen to them do what they do best, which is interview people on their show. Okay? It's fun, uh, I swear.
0: Finally, who's in the studio? Gilbert Gottfried, welcome to the show. Hey, Gilbert, how are you? Hi, how are you? Better now? <laughs> yeah.
2: Gilbert, is this is this even real right now? Are we doing this for real? No. What are we doing?
0: No, this is a bad dream you're having. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> now let's let, let me ask you a serious question. <clears throat> now, some some uh, I would say Brian some, just put his hand yeah on his under chin. under my I chin. chin. <laughs> some controversy, Gilbert Gottfried. I thought you got a raw deal. <laughs> my good friend, Andy Dufresne, left a lunchbox full of money and a map to Mexico. All right. Shawshank. So,
1: I'm the host of this show, you guys. Oh. That's what I need you to remember. Oh, okay. sorry. And uh, do you know how the show works, first of all? No. There's no. going to be a, a little chat, a okay. very brief chat, and then you have to tell me a headline for a funny true story, and then go on and tell me that story. Okay. But uh, before we get to the story, I want to know how you guys met.
2: Oh, my God. Because you guys are a weird duo. <laughs> was that, Oh, my God. Was it E-Harmony? Oh, my God. What oh, was
0: it? This he? will <laughs> be. This will be.
2: Um, this is a story about that. Okay. Uh, the first day I physically saw Molly Adams' face.
0: I remember this.
2: Yeah. She was, she was a high, in, in college. I was
0: not in high school. I was
2: supposed to say high school. I'm sorry. She was in college. <laughs> she was in her senior year.
0: Junior year. Was I was a, were you 18, 19. So I was 20 years old. Okay. When, Did you
2: flunk or something? Oh, no, that's I'm smart. Oh, okay. So yeah, See, she I was, was, a 20. In college. I was 20. She was an intern with the Third Coast Festival. Okay. And Joanna Zorn brought her into a vocalo meeting when I first started. Why I have no idea what that was about.
0: Because you had all been hired on Vocalo as amateurs. Everybody, the, ah. all the initial radio hires amateurs. on Vocalo were radio amateurs. I, okay. as a 20-year-old college student, had more radio production experience okay. than several people in the room. Yeah. And so
1: was this like a mind. love at first sight kind of situation? or was No, it... I didn't even talk to her.
2: I mean, the, no. the very first time I met her, I didn't talk to her. I just knew that she was frustrated with the same stuff that I was frustrated with. It was just the level of loserness. <laughs> you know, In the room.
0: I remember being surprised, like, because I was brought in. Johanna Zorn was giving, we were kind of giving, like, a radio history lesson to people. Like, here's some good, this is, like, what public radio sounds like. Okay. And I don't hide my emotions on my face very well. And so I was probably side-eyeing everybody in the room because mm. I remember I was surprised by what little knowledge of radio people had. People just
2: like to hear ask questions just to hear themselves <laughs> people talk. People using big words like homogenizing. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think
0: we even like made eye contact or anything. Brian yeah. was just like another clown in the room okay. to me. Uh,
2: and then a year later, two, a year and, two later, later, yeah, yeah. year and a half later. Two years
0: later, yeah, a year and a half later.
2: huh. Uh, Molly came back to Chicago Public Media to be a volunteer intern.
0: I had experience as a reporter. I wanted to move to I wanted to move to Chicago and work for WBEZ, mm-hmm. but um, it's a highly competitive atmosphere. Mm. And Vocalo was there, and they were way more open about accepting volunteers. And I was a freelance reporter at the time, so I needed, like, a station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of what you're doing right now, <laughs> Tim Barnes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, put in your free work so you can use the equipment. Yeah.
2: So this was a time when, you know, we were doing these single shows. They were horrible. And I was like, this is not working for me. And I said, I needed someone to help me out.
0: He was hosting a radio show by himself from mm. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. without any production support, yeah. without any co-host. Is
1: there
2: audio of that? Fifteen hours. Yeah, it's probably no, somewhere. Set it on fire.
1: Probably. Yeah, it's so it would be you alone just talking to the air, to thin air, T-
2: doing what the mixtape is now. Horrible, playing <laughs> clips that didn't make sense. <laughs> it was stupid, and it was the worst thing I've ever. But it. Was, but you it, got paid for it. Clearly, you got yeah. paid for it. But but it was sort of laid the groundwork for us to make the morning amp, and then yeah, I picked her out like a puppy.
0: Yeah, I think what happened was <laughs> I was sitting in that production studio.
2: No, I remember exactly the day. Is I was like, "What are you doing right now? Come in the studio because I made wow. you,
0: I made you laugh. I don't know what. Yeah, I said. she was funny.
1: I'm this like, yeah. is like, have you seen the movie Private Parts about Ho- Howard Stern? He uh, and Robin. Like, yeah, him and Robin. That's what I'm thinking about. Well, the
2: thing is, you know, Molly. Uh, this thing, this is this is this is the business part, Tim. To yeah. make the road radio program work the way I want it to work, I went old oh, black man me, mm-hmm. young white girl, whoever that could be. Just a, I need I yeah. needed the youth you need, and, yeah. and the gender balance. Gotcha. You know. And someone who's not whack. And there's a lot of whack people in public radio. Mm-hmm. They might not be whack to them friend, their, themselves and their <laughs> friends, but I can take Molly to anywhere and she can adapt and yep. fit in versus okay. some of these losers. that you can't take them anywhere because they're too caught up in their own crap. <laughs> yes. Molly Adams, I can take her to the most ghetto. When, when when we go to that ghetto record store and you saw the people buy crack?
0: On the west side? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Friends, so yeah. But versus, oh my god,
2: or gotcha. trying to trying to save black people, trying to save. I so is this? don't minorities. need to save black Is people. this a genuine friendship, or was
1: this concocted within the studio for the show? You
0: know when it became a genuine friendship, which is maybe around. Uh, this is maybe what our story is around. Where you went to California on a long vacation, and yeah. this was before I was getting paid, and you had kind of set me up with some shifts they were going to pay me. It was like one of the first times I was finally going to collect a check. And Brian went on like a long L.A. vacation, as he does, and you came back from L.A. with a gift for me.
2: Really? What? a We? Yes. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you,
2: came back
0: from, you came back from California with a gift for me of something that is only legal in California, uh, hey, that you, that I, you I, had I was, purchased legally in California. I was thinking about you. <laughs> And that was when I was like, oh, we're really friends. I'm
2: old,
1: she's young, I'm black, she's white, it delivers. So you guys have a funny story for me, right? Yeah. Uh, what's the headline?
0: Maybe this could be the headline to me is like, like, like your point, you guys are a weird pair. Like, I am asked by people, like, what, like what is the deal with Brian? I'm like he's my friend. Like why is it so weird that we would just be friends and like oh hang everyone out always
2: wants are you guys fucking are you guys like well, dating like
1: what? that's the worst thing disgusting. I've ever heard <laughs> that's disgusting she's a child she's a high school mistake no way do you know how mysterious you are Brian. No, you I are, don't. You
2: are you are very <laughs> mysterious to me. Not mysterious. I'm not mysterious. Well, you know well, what? I this think is the
0: this thing. is it. Well, this is yeah. the thing. You can be mysterious and aloof and quote unquote intimidating to people. And in my whole life, I have never. Maybe I have like a social. I don't mm-hmm. take social cues, but I don't. I've never really been intimidated by people. Brian,
1: you're one of those guys that I can't imagine having feelings. I, have, like, I, I
2: imagine you have feelings. Well, gonna you this, Tim, what i gonna Tim. What do first, you do all day? That's like, crazy. Guess, <laughs> what does Brian Babylon eat? What, yeah, what Tim, do you, Tim Barnes. I'm gonna tell you this. I'll and tell I, you what Brian. Babylon and I to, and sometimes. I told somebody about you. So I don't know, Tim Barnes. I used to see him around for a year or two, just around. I never could figure this dude out. You are mysterious. I, I,
1: but I think. I think. <laughs> I think that's why
2: we kind of why we get along. I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, bu- you're but, mysterious. Um,
2: I didn't know what you was, I didn't know if you were stand up. I just see this guy around. Well, shows. when I first
1: got to Chicago, I was just like, I do I, I remember was doing when all you first came. I used to, to a do volunteer stuff. You
0: used to come to the Bronzeville thing. Yeah,
1: I used to volunteer for WBZ, and my fir- the first time I saw you, Brian, this, I, I didn't know who you were at all. Wow. And I was I was volunteering for the uh Studs Terkel conversation right over here. Race
0: out loud? Yeah.
1: You And then that? uh so I was sitting I was sitting downstairs like introduce, like talking to people walking in. Yeah. And then the person I was sitting next to you was like, "Oh, hey, hey Brian or whatever." And I said, "Uh, oh, hey, what do you what do you do here?" And he turned around dramatically and said, "I'm hosting the show." And then you just went in the elevator. That was my first memory.
2: Yeah, I'm hosting the show, dude. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you know what? I'm going to tell you, man, that's why I like Miley Adams. That's a good point you brought up because these people be so fake. And (laughs) I think that's fake and a little bit rude and racist to be all intimidated Uh by a tall black man who's just minding his own business. Like when you start putting all this extra crap on stuff Uh – what are you talking about? And then you start believing people start believing it. But how am I mysterious then? Because uh, you're tall Tim and but... black for a all, Well the thing is the <laughs> thing just... is, you look like Nikki, my friend's dad, but young. <laughs> so I would always take pictures like look at little young Ruben. I would always do that, even when you wouldn't be looking. And then I didn't know if you were a stand up uh-huh. or you were like Sam Ash, like some oh, yeah, like as a, like a fan of the yeah. scene. Because I had never seen you go up, huh? which is very funny, young man. One of my favorite new comics on the scene. Thank you very the, much. One man. of the best comics on the scene, Tim Barnes, and I, I just didn't know—I didn't, I didn't know what you, what you was about. And you got them hazel eyes, that mustache—it's a lot going on. I'm a conundrum. Are we going to get to the story? I, I don't know what story you want to tell. Well, to what tell. I wanted to say <laughs> is like
0: maybe the headline. Yeah. I mean, because I think the headline of like whenever we do anything together is like old black man and young white woman <laughs> are hanging out, but they're not a couple. What's going on? Oh, okay.
2: I have a story. Uh, Dun, 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 dun. Young black man kidnaps, kidnaps young white girl and takes her to California at the airport. Okay. There's a story here.
0: Okay. Oh, the airport story. Yeah. Okay.
2: Where me and Molly, we've been to LA twice now, huh? Oh, friends. We, we travel together as best friends. And we, we flew together because she was on it's Jeopardy. Like,
0: it's like a real- Oh, you are on Jeopardy? It's like a real hetero life partnership.
2: Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't know she was on Jeopardy? No. Yeah, Molly Amos on Jeopardy. You're a celebrity. Um, looking like somebody's mama on there, which was hilarious. Because, Sweater on sweaters.
0: Because I had to wear...
2: <laughs> Is this back when you had the longer hair?
0: No, it was like to my chin. Yeah. This was in 2010. Um, it was so cold in the Jeopardy studio. Yeah, four years, buddy. We've been friends for so long. Um <sighs> <Crazy>. When <laughs> it was so cold... Uh, in the Jeopardy studio, I had brought this little like short-sleeved linen sweater that was so cute but then like, I walked out there and it was freezing mm-hmm. and so I found another gray cardigan that I had to put on top of the cardigan that I was already wearing.
2: A sweater wearing. on a sweater. A sweater
0: on a sweater. That's
1: a good Jeopardy attire.
2: So we fly out to LA, Tim Burns mm-hmm. and we're going through the O'Hare and uh, I, I, I am just realizing, I've Check out how we probably do look. Mm-hmm. Like, who's this old, young, dressing-ass, old black man and this <laughs> child walking around O'Hare? So, we get to the uh, gate.
0: Oh, well, 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 you have to explain. So, Brian came to L.A. when I went to shoot Jeopardy because he was jealous that I was going to make a national TV debut oh, okay. before No, he was.
2: I was jealous that you were going to California just without me. It was wow. the weather and the weed. Not the national TV. <laughs> no, I don't care debut. about that. I mean, that's, that's cute because I couldn't even go to the taping because... Sylvia made me come back to work, so we're right. at, we're at the gate. And these two old ladies are talking. And this one old lady's like, oh, over there. She's like whispering, like, see her over there. She's a she's a movie star. I just know it. Wow. Like, I didn't
0: hear this. I'm <laughs> like. Oh, <cool."
2: laughs> <laughs> so she thought Molly was, I don't know, Anne Hathaway or somebody.
0: And I got up to go, like, get some magazines or something before the flight. And they
2: were just pointing and talking about Molly. I was like, that is horrible. That's, That's weird. Because so we,
0: you're my bodyguard? <laughs> something. In that scenario? <laughs> something, something about it it's
2: like. <laughs> so we get on the airplane, right, and we're getting ready to sit in the seats. And I put my bag in the overhead. And Molly, just spaghetti arms there, can't get her little suitcase into the overhead. She's like, Mm-mm. and everyone turns around and looks at me. Like I'm some mean Ike Turner, like you can't help her with her bags, best friend. Like everyone gave me this mean look. I'm Like we're not even together like that. What? Uh, it it made it seem like I was some like it mean wasn't really old of you boy, to black n- boyfriend to not take a, taking taking advantage friends. of some like huh. some Jerry Springer shit yeah. that you would see on Jerry Springer.
0: It was mean. It, it was wasn't mean. Nice. Feminist it Wednesday. Was, no, no, it wasn't mean because <laughs> I like being able to put my suitcase up myself, but it was inconsiderate and unthoughtful, and you were ignoring
2: But then me. I drove her around all L.A. because she does not have a driver's license. That's the real reason I had to come okay. to that trip to Mars.
1: Were there a lot of Driving Miss
2: Daisy jokes going on? No, 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 no. Yeah. Smiley Adams does not have a driver's license, which is ridiculous. I've been
0: on Jeopardy, <laughs> and I don't have a driver's <laughs> and license. The, and the thing, the The funny thing, thing is,
2: the question she got wrong for Final Jeopardy was a, the answer was Daimler Chrysler. If you had known about cars If only
0: I had had my driver's license Yeah, if you had known known about
2: cars (laughs) And just known anything about cars That would have worked
1: Wow, that was uh, really something, right? That's my first time interviewing two people And uh, I think it was really cool Um, If you guys like the show Please, please subscribe to it on iTunes And write something nice about it And let people know about it And uh, follow the Whiskey Journal on Twitter and Facebook And uh, read the uh, articles on the website You can also get more information about the live shows that we do. And uh, maybe, just maybe, one day, very soon, there will be an It's All True live show. Would you like that? There's only one way for me to find out, which is for you to let me know through social media. This is Tim Barnes saying, I believe in you.